What's up, guys? Patrick Jones here. This is the road to the show. Today, we have Cordell Green. Cordell is currently a free agent who is a actually dual player, right-handed pitcher, and a uh, position player as well. Um, he has an Instagram account where he tries to inspire as many players as possible, and and he just does an awesome job of just giving back to um, the younger generation of players. He actually played at four different colleges for baseball, had some coaching changes. Um, he's had a, a bunch of different injuries. He's currently recovering from shoulder surgery, but he has such a great positive mindset even though he's had all these injuries and he's just an awesome dude he brings some really great information for you guys especially you younger players in this episode um, some confidence things some mindset some mechanical things as well I think you guys are going to love this episode and without further ado here's Cordell Green What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Road to the Show. Today we have my good friend Cordell Green. That's how you pronounce your last name, right? Yes, it is indeed. Awesome. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming on today, man. And uh, I actually first first kind of found out about you. There's a there's a video on YouTube of you hitting a, a ball off a tee, just dropping dropping like absolute bombs. Uh, do you know which one yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So right. I think seven in a row. I'm correct. Yeah, it was like seven uh, in a row, something crazy. Um, is that field near your house? I see you play there a lot. Yeah, yeah. The field is actually like literally five minutes away from my house. Um, and a buddy of mine and I were uh, trying to promote the tee that we were using in the video. And so I figured, hey, might as well just take some swings off the tee. And next thing you know, we have seven home runs in a row that are halfway up the trees, and we're both freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you guys definitely got to check out that uh, that video. We put it online. Um, so, well, give everyone a little bit of, of background. So you, we were talking a little bit about before uh, we came on air. You played actually at four different colleges. Yeah, I uh, I played at Indiana State uh, my first year under a coach named Lindsey Meggs. And if you know Lindsey Meggs left Indiana State, um, that would be my freshman year. He went to coach at the University of Washington. Oh, okay. And so I... I chose the left since there's a new coaching staff, and I went and played at a junior college called Des Moines Area Community College. Um, and the reason why I played there is because I knew the head coach. He was a uh, part of my family's name is uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Fitzgerald, um, and so I I ended up playing for him. And obviously, you know, JUCO ball you only have two years, so I went off and I played at the University of Washington. After that, under Meg's again, um, after the University of Washington. Um, I got uh, I got an offer to play with the Yankees affiliate. Um, it's called the Reading Colt 45s. They're down in California, um, and I ended up doing that. And about halfway through my summer season in 2013, I did a partial tear of my anterior labrum. Jeez! So you're just you're right now you're just you're just rehabbing. So you're are you would you say consider yourself to be a, a dual? You're a dual guy, position player and pitcher. Definitely. I, I think that uh, today there's enough athletes that could do it. It's just taking the time to do it. Um, that was probably what I didn't want to do in college. I chose not to play both ways in college. Uh, I was asked to when I was a freshman, and I just didn't see or 
I didn't really, I wasn't really open to it because I was told I was going to be more of a pitcher. I was a kid coming out of high school throwing, you know, low to mid-90s. And scouts were like, you know, if you put on some weight, you're definitely going to throw 100 miles an hour. Now, kind of backtrack to high school, you know, I was six foot six. I was 165 pounds. <laughs> you know, it, it seems logical. You put on, you know, 40 pounds on this kid, he's going to throw gas. Sure. But never end up on the <laughs> That's crazy, man. Um, so tell me, I'm kind of interested in that. You said you played for the Yankees affiliate in California. Um, is that so? Is that like a, the Yankees like have a team out there every year for like certain players that they want to sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. It was run by a guy named Dick Rugman. Um, actually, uh, a guy named Wynton Bernard. He played with me out there. He plays in the Giants organization now. But uh, Denny actually passed away last year, um, and oh, so I'm, I know. Trying to keep that going, um, that Yankees affiliate team out there in Reading, and I know there's been a lot of support around that team, uh, around that community, so that's been good. But yeah, I played for him uh, the second year he had that going with them. Um, real, real good town. They really got behind the team. Um, it was in the beginning stages, so I didn't see the big crowds, but I know now they're getting you know three, four thousand people out there, which is great. Wow. So are you are. I know I play independent baseball. Um, I played for the past two years. Would that be something that you would consider if you couldn't get once you, once you're healthy, you, you know, like you didn't get picked up by a, an affiliate organization? Would you consider playing independent baseball? I would 100. percent I've got the itch, man. I've got the I've got an itch, and I've got I definitely need a scratcher right now, brother. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, so how many? So when's the last? What's the last year that you've actually played like organized baseball? Last full year that I played was 2013. Um, I've done in between just for friends, you know, for, uh, you know, independent leagues around here where I'll come in, I'll just do it. I'll do a spot start just for fun and uh, just to keep it fresh. And I usually do pretty good. So I think going into a full season, I think it will be something that uh, I'm really looking forward to because I haven't done it since what, four years ago. Yeah. Have you reached out to any any diff, any teams like yet? No, I yeah, I figured I'll reach out to him once I'm done with my rehab process. So okay. for each of this year, I got labrum surgery. Um, so if you know the timetable, like Michael Pineda, he had that surgery a couple years back, and it took him about 16 months before we saw him on TV again. So I'm in month eight almost. I've got another week and a half. Um, so I've got, I got some time. Uh, my goal is to hopefully get ready for spring training. So I've taken this month of September off. I'll start back up October 4th, um, and hopefully get myself in shape. Um, right before I shut it down, I was about low nineties. So I think I can get my velocity back up to where it was that low mid nineties again, consistently. So keep my fingers crossed, brother. Oh, I feel you, man. I mean, hey, anytime you're you're a pitcher throwing mid mid nineties, uh, there's going to be scouts watching. Doesn't matter, you know, when the last yeah. time you played. Um, yeah, for sure. Have you ever? So you're in you're in Seattle, and everyone knows. Well, a lot of uh, let me take that back. Not everybody, but a lot of you know people in the baseball industry know about Driveline. Um, yeah. That baseball facility out there with the you know they do the weighted ball programs and I know Trevor Bauer goes out there to train and they've had a bunch of different major league players go out there. Um, have you ever thought about going over there to train? Yeah, um, I actually was going to uh, reach out to Kyle Body. Kyle Body's the guy who originated that 
and partner up with Jagger to make that driveline facility possible. And so I was going to reach out to Kyle. Had a few conversations with him in person um, at some trade shows like ABCA and a couple other ones like that. And uh, I know, according to my PT, I shouldn't be doing those weighted balls until about month 10, 11. So that's why I haven't reached out to them yet. But I know as soon as I do get to month 10 or 11, I am definitely going to exercise the driveline. Just because all the other pros in the area go to the driveline. What's the, do you know, I, I don't really know much about the science behind driveline. Um, do you, so is it mainly just a weighted ball program for pitchers or can hitters go there too? No, hitter, hitters can go there too. They, uh, they actually, you check out, um, some of their social media pages, they'll pop up, you know, some hitting too. Um, they like to do a lot of throwing, but they'll do some hitting too. So I know both areas can go, but it's not just weighted ball program. It's finding your arm fair program. So they'll give you kind of the resources, like a Vanderbilt, you know, they give you the resources to kind of figure out your routine. They do the same thing. And they're really just promoting the first three months, you know, the, the biomechanics of the body, making sure that you're properly throwing with your full potential and kinetic energy. And so once you have that down after your three months, you know, they kind of send you on your own and you continue the program and they just want to revisit you you know, every single year just to make sure that, you you know, you're continuing the biomechanics of the body and that, you know, they don't need to make an adjustment here or there based on your throwing program and what they're seeing. Okay, I understand. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a pitcher, so I guess I guess I could go out there as a, as a hitter um, you yeah. know, out in that Seattle area. But, yeah, I, I've been seeing just everybody lately just driveline this, driveline that. And it must be working because I know a lot of people are, are big believers um, in yeah. driveline. If I was, if I was a, sorry to cut you off. Um, if I was a guy that was young, I would not suggest going out there. And young meaning, you know, 14 and below. I okay. don't think you need balls. I think when you're that young, you need to work on the mechanics. You need to get yourself in a groove that's consistent in whatever area you are in baseball. And then once I feel like your body is starting to be developing, you know, you get that 16, maybe 17 years old, then I think you can go there and start doing that weighted ball stuff because if you've ever done weighted balls, it puts a lot of pressure. It feels completely different than a baseball. If you start throwing those heavy balls and those light balls and your arm, if your arm's not used to it because your body's not developed, you're, you're ended up getting injured. You might get injured. So that would be my one disclaimer about that. If kids are listening to this right now. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely have a bunch of kids, you know, on here listening to this. Um, the other thing that, you know, I kind of, I kind of like is, you know, you, you have like an Instagram page that, you know, it seems like everything you do, you're just trying to just give off information to, to those kids and everything. Um, what was the, did you just kind of just happen to do that or was that, or were you planned all along to, you know, grow this Instagram to, you know, motivate, you know, younger players? Um, honestly, I'll, I'll kind of be real. I did it just for fun. You know, it was. I felt like it was always cool to see stuff that people usually don't see. And so I worked at a baseball facility probably three years ago. It was called Spanish Baseball Academy. And I remember, you know, throwing 100 miles an hour in a pull-down. And people didn't even realize, you know, you, could, you might not never see that in person again. And so I was like, okay, I should probably film some of this stuff. It's kind of cool. 
And next thing you know, you know, I start getting a good feedback from the audience and the viewers. And then it starts developing. And I realized probably about two months into this with the Instagram page that this could be something pretty powerful. You know, this could motivate some people. And so I started taking it pretty serious. So every couple of days I go out and I film some more stuff to use for the Instagram page. And it's kind of snowballed into something pretty cool now. Yeah, dude, it's it's awesome to to see. And do you do kids send you videos of like them hitting and then like ask for advice and things like that? Yeah, if uh, if, if I'm gonna kind of put it on average by day, I probably get about ten to twelve messages a day wow. asking for videos and stuff like that. So that's been pretty cool. And I'm I'm always open. I've, I haven't res- not responded to one person. I try to respond to everyone because I feel like. If you feel confident enough to reach out to me, who's like a, you know, we'll say a 10 year old or a 12 year old or a 15 year old and want my advice, you know, I think, I think that's cool. You want me to take time to help you out and I'm more than happy to help you out. Right. Well, you know, you're an influencer in the industry. Um, What type of things like, do you see kids like mechanically that do a lot of kids make the same mistakes over and over mechanically that, uh, you think overall they they should try to fix, or do you see any common themes with them? Yeah, I'd say because I, I have my own training facility now here in Redmond, and so I do a lot of work with teams and, and players out here. Um, not only just here, but the videos I get and what I see. A lot of kids, when they take like practice swings, they golf. So if you watch their barrel, it looks like they're literally golfing. Mm-hmm. And so I try kids pay attention to like Nelson Cruz since I'm in Mariner territory. He likes to take high practice swing. I think that's great for kids. You don't want your barrel to be literally golfing when you're swinging. You want to have that barrel come down the ball and attack it. And then probably another thing that I see are a lot of kids, they try and take swings and they're off balance with their feet. And so what I like to have kids do is just hold your pose. So essentially after they who after their foundation, their legs aren't moving. And what that shows is it's simple. Like you watch those guys in Perfect Game or Baseball America or Area Code, and they go to those showcases, those top high school kids, it's easy for them to hit bombs and throw gas because it's, it's balanced. Does that make sense? Yeah, dude, absolutely. I'm so glad you brought up the, the practice swing, right? Because you're on social media, I am too. You see it's like this new common theme with, you know, with kids and, you know, getting the ball in the air. And I see, I see so many different instructors, um, you know, practicing those, that type of golf swing. Do you see that too? Yeah. And, and the, and the frustrating part is it's like, it's like news, right? You don't know what's real. You don't know what's fake. You're just optimistic that hopefully that it's honest and it's real. You know what I mean? And, right. and a lot of kids look at instructors or people with, you know, a certain amount of followers and like, oh, this must be true. This must be real. But, you know, kind of be warned. Make sure that it looks like a big leaguer would do that. Does that make sense? You know, yeah, no, absolutely. Up. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because this past summer I tried to incorporate some of that type of stuff. And, and dude, I struck out like once every three at bats. Like it just doesn't really work. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say probably the, the uh, big one for me for kids to kind of take out of that is just watch how big leaguers handle themselves, not during the game. But if there's ever 
something that you could do when you're going to go to a baseball game, especially a big league game, is go early. I'm talking go as early as possible and go watch what the starting pitcher does. Go watch what those hitters and those uh, and guys that are possibly going to be the DHs. Go watch what they do because they go put in a lot of work before the game, and most kids miss that, you know. And then when you do go to the game and you do watch the game, you're not focusing on what they're doing. You're just uh, blown blown away because you're actually watching a big league game. And I feel like that's kind of where we get lost in translation with information or kids don't figure out how to be consistent with hitting, pitching, throwing, whatever it is, because they're not watching and paying attention to what they're actually doing before the game. No, you know that, I mean? yeah, no, I'm I'm really glad you brought that up. They just see the the end result, right? You know, the big home run or anything. They don't see the the work, all that work that goes into put themselves into that position to hit the home run. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I mean, you probably got go ahead, you, don't you? What's that? You probably you probably got some stories of that too, don't you? Oh yeah, dude. I mean. Dude, some of the work, you know, I may be able to, to hit with, like, Josh Harrison, you know, in the offseason. He lives in Cincinnati, too, and you just see, yep. um, you know, when I watch him hit BP, even in the offseason, always, he's always looking for a specific pitch, and if that pitch mm-hmm. is not in that exact spot, he takes it. Like, even in BP in, like, December. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just that hey, discipline. But, um... Yeah, could you also? I see you also. You're you have a bat out now as well, right? Yeah, it's uh, luckily uh, probably about a year ago. Um, a buddy of mine, his name's Matt Garinger. Um, he runs. If you guys follow social media stuff, he runs like Ball Player Network, Ball Player Supply. He helps out with Baseball King, so a lot of those other big sites. Um, and he hooked me up with Job Apps. Uh, there's a guy named Jacob, and he actually is the owner of Job Ads, the founder. And we've been having, you know, a lot of people ask in my videos, you know, what battery are you using? What battery are you using? And so it's been a job bat. And so we kind of sat down and talked about it. And he said, hey, you know, might as well come out with a model. And so it's called the NB28. Now, you can't pick it up on uh, his actual store. You can pick it up on my store, which is the naturalballplayer.com. Uh, and I think we have like 50 of them. I think it's a limited stock, but real balanced weight. And it was uh, based off of a P7 Deuce uh, Rawlings model. And if anybody knows, the P7 Deuce got discontinued, um, I think, six or seven years ago. So it's a weighted balanced model. Um, it's a, you can get it 32, 33, 34, whatever size you want. But it's based off of balance. I felt like when I was a hitter, I wanted something that felt balance throughout my swing i wasn't a hitter who wanted something real end heavy when i was swinging or else i felt like i was going to leg my bat too much when i was coming through no yeah dude that makes awesome sense and so i understand completely as a hitter you want that balance and everything you know with the bat so if someone wants to buy this they could they just could they go to your instagram page didn't i see that on your instagram page under a link yeah, yeah, definitely. You can click on the link. Um, we have a couple, po- couple posts that have linked it back to the website. Or you can go onto the website and, and get it for yourself. It's, uh, it's a pretty cool bat. It's flame-tempered, it's a barrel, and it's got this nice charcoal handle. So it's got kind of a good little combo to it. It's not too swaggy, so it's not too much colors. So you couldn't use it in the game or wouldn't make yourself feel like you're standing out a little bit too much unnecessarily. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I understand. We, I got one more question for you, and then then we'll let you get going here. Um, who's who do you have winning the MVP this year? Do you got Judge or you have Altuve? Um, or someone honestly, else? You man, got you know. I know you're out in Seattle. Yeah, I, I'll be I'll be real, man. If if uh, John Carlos Stanton hits 60 home runs, I definitely think that his feet might get the MVP. I know that it's just a long shot because he's got three more to hit right now. Yeah. But if he's 60, I think he would really be in the race because every guy that's hit over 60 home runs, I believe, has won the MVP also. Okay, I didn't so, know that. So if, I, if I'm correct, that would be my guess. If not, I would take Altuve because he's always good like grandma's cookies. He's always good <laughs> every year. That guy is on fire. Dude, he's so much fun to watch, and with his size, too. I mean, he can just impact a game so many different ways. Yeah, I mean, but, okay, so, kind of, I, I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent with this one, but uh, if you ever watch players like him, like Cano and Cruz, I get to watch a lot of those guys, when they come through and you get that pregame, they're so comfortable on the field. And that's kind of a big message for kids is you've got to be comfortable on the field. And you watch those big-time stars like Altuve, like Jug, like Stanton, they feel like they're at home on the baseball field. And if there's anything that I can really correlate to kids mentality-wise is get comfortable on the field. Like, go spend some serious time on the baseball field so that when you're out there, you're okay with failing. You're you're okay with having success and, and equally weighting them. Because that's why that guy – Jose Altuve, all five foot five of him, or five and four, however tall he is, I can't remember, goes out there and performs on a daily basis. It's because he believes in himself. He knows he belongs. And kids, you got you, you got to know that. You got to be able to do that if you're going to be that like him. Dude, I love that advice. It's just it's it's just that confidence factor, right? Yeah, man. Come on, could could you imagine? Uh, like I was five foot six when I was like thirteen years old. Could you imagine going into the big leagues at, like, you know, at that time? Like, hey, man, long here. But he does, and that's the beauty of it. It's all a mindset. It's he believes in himself, and he goes out there and he does it every day, which is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, dude, that's that's awesome, man. We I really appreciate you coming on today. We got Cordell Green. Follow follow him on Instagram at the Natural Ball Player. Check out his uh, new model bat. Uh, you can click in his Instagram page and check it out. Um, again, man, thanks a lot for coming on. Some really good uh, info, inside stuff to you. And I hope you I hope you end up getting signed, man. I know we'll talk probably um, after as well about you know possibilities. Maybe I could help you out with getting getting a team somewhere. Oh yeah, I would definitely appreciate that. I mean, we're gonna go back and forth. Hopefully, I can come back on here again, man. I've had a blast. Uh, kicking it with you and kind of chit-chatting about some things and uh, appreciate the audience taking some time to listen as well. Awesome, man. Well, thanks again.